Hey everyone, welcome back to part two of the chat with Doc Jacobs. Her first episode took a dive into her latest research on sport policy and focused on sport as a vehicle for change in South Africa. This episode focuses on her experience of training as a woman in South Africa, as well as some chats about trail culture and what local trail crews mean to the community. This one is short and sweet. We'll have to have her back on the podcast. I hope you all enjoy the episode. So stoked that you're tuning in. Okay, guys, welcome back. Trail <laughs> Culture. We are going to dive into part two of our episode, which, <laughs> as you now know, has been named uh, Track to Trail <laughs> uh, with, with Dr. Sean J. Jacobs. And yeah, wh- where we're picking up from is talking about your experience as, as a female athlete, um, mm-hmm. a competitive athlete, and just a deep dive into that. And Picking up from from your kind of experience of of being a, a female athlete in the SA trail scene, talked and we we spoke about your coach and Hillary and how she understands you and her interactions with you and yeah, Doc Jacobs talked to us a little bit about your your training and your racing on a competitive level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's been a massive change for me to move from the shorter distances, which is more powerful, to now longer endurances. Um, but I'm enjoying it thoroughly. I always take it as a journey. Um, for me, it's like an opportunity to explore. And to be honest, between you and I and the listeners, um, <laughs> I enter races just to have an opportunity to actually explore trails and places that I've never seen before. Yeah. Just knowing that I'm in a safe environment where there are other people, you know, running and, you know, there's a marked route and I know exactly where I need to go. So for me, it's been a really great experience just bridging over into ultra uh, trail running. And um, yeah, I'm really enjoying it thus far. I'm learning a lot about myself both physically as well as mentally. Mm. Um, a lot of people think that trail running is, is a lot of, you know, um, physical um, factors and skill base, which it is. Yeah. But there's also a time where you reach a certain wall and, you know, you just can't anymore. And I've reached that wall a few times in some of my trainings. And uh, sometimes I ask myself, why do I do this? I hate yeah. trail running, <laughs> you know. I'm and sure, I'm so sure that that thought goes through every runner's head at some stage during an ultra and if it doesn't please tell us what your secret is (laughs) yeah so it's been it's been quite a journey but I'm I'm embracing it so embracing the pain cave embracing the process and you know just hope to inspire people along the way um, and hope that people can join um, the fraternity that we call trail running but it's been a massive uh, change but I'm I'm open to it and I'm learning so much yeah amazing and your training environment, I mean, a couple of the pros and cons, I think getting into a sport and kind of getting good on a recreational level is, is pretty different to training and racing at a slightly higher level. Um, some people don't like the term elite. I would definitely coin you as that. You are <laughs> consistently present top five, top 10 in a couple of the, the big races in in SA. I look forward to you stepping onto the podium, which which based on what I've seen on your Strava is going to be pretty soon. Uh <laughs> But yeah, chat to us a little bit about the pros and cons, the time the time that you spend and invest in your training and mm-hmm. what that looks like. Yeah, so for me, uh, a pro is being in a trail community. Mm. So being in a, a trail crew that is very supportive of, you know, the sport and also just 
training. So we always have these various groups where we ask guys, we want to do a group run. I need to do a two hour, five hour run. Who's keen, you know? So that has been quite a, a pro uh, just in terms of getting a group out there to do such a long session because yeah. to be able to do a session by yourself for five hours is really, really tough. Yeah. So when you have people who are with you and they're keen, and I remember I did a, a 55K, like a training run uh, yeah. in, in July when I came back from Paris and um, I asked my friends who wants to join and we were a few that, you know, actually put their hand up and they said, yeah, we would like to join. And um, then one of the girls said, yeah, she'll make the roots for us, Ilza. Thanks oh, so much. Epic. And she made the roots because my one goal was always to link all the trails in Stellenbosch. And we <laughs> so actually cool. did that. It yeah. was quite nice. And then we had a few that just did few segments, you know. So for me, just having... Having that group of friends is a massive pro. Um, also, the other day, I just I just said thank you so much to my friends because I have uh, because I'm alone on this training program. Uh, yes. You know, I always say, guys, I'm going to do hill sprints uh, today. <laughs> Who kid. wants to join? Yeah. And normally, not a lot of people put their hands up, but um, yeah, of late, a lot of people have come and nice. join me on those sessions. The faithful few. Yeah, yeah, and I was quite excited just to have them be part of the journey because it's it's a pain cave session. Yeah. So that is definitely a pro, just having people with you, well, not necessarily on the program, but they are just, yeah, just there. Just that, that moral support. Yes, Competitive yes. edge as well. Yeah, and, and for uh, their training as well, yeah. but just bringing the Gs and we support yeah. each other. So that's something I miss, you know, from uh, the uh, track and field is even though it's an individual sport, you have that um, community that you yeah. have. And I think in trail running, that is evident as well. Just having that group of people that are with you. We're all struggling. We're all, you know, going through various emotions. Yeah. But we stand by each other. So that's definitely been a pro. Um, and then obviously having a sports science background, you know, understanding the body, how it works. Mm. Um, having people around me, other professors at my work um, professionals who I can go to about recovery, about training and nutrition, just tapping into that where a lot of people yeah, might using, not have that. Mm, um, using those resources. Yeah. So I think that has been a real benefit for me and also just a willingness to learn, you know, mm. even learning from top ultra trail runners that we have in Stellenbosch, yeah. chatting to them, learning from their you know, uh, experiences and, you know, giving giving me advice on what to expect, what not to do. That has been quite a, a massive pro as well. And then I think con, a lot of women will relate to this, but a massive con for me is the safety um, aspect. Um, not being able to run by myself in the mountains, it's, it's been a massive concern. And as I mentioned to you earlier, um, you know, I ran once in, in, in Cape Town, just below the cable car by myself. And I just thought I couldn't get anyone to run with me. Yeah. Went for a meeting to Cape Town and I thought, oh, I just want to get out there. Yeah, it's a beautiful day. Let me beautiful, go. Beautiful, sunny day. Mm. The beach there. I mean, cities, we don't oh. have a beach. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's no, go. Cape Town's not at all. Yeah, exactly. And then uh, I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go run by myself. Yeah. And then I posted something on my Instagram and I said, yeah, what a freeing feeling to go. But I, I just, I couldn't enjoy it. Because I was constantly, every three minutes, watching my back, looking, or I see someone, I freeze a bit, and I'm like, okay, maybe this person, uh, you know, doesn't have an intention or so. Mm -hmm. So that, I love running by myself, but I cannot do that in the mountains because, you know, it's just that constant fear of what might happen. Yeah. And I made that post and I was crucified by some people for doing it it's like yeah. are you silly why are you going out running oh, you by yourself mm. you're crazy and some people are like wow kudos to you you know how did you feel 
what tips would you give on, you know, what to do and obviously pepper spray and all of those things. Um, but it is a constant uh, concern. concern. Yeah. yeah. And in Steady's, we're fortunate enough to have three places, uh, four maybe if I add my secret little place where I go and train, nice. um, where I go run and I and I have the confidence to run by myself. Yeah. And that's Yonkujuk. And then it's um, Panuk. Um, yeah, awesome. And then um, Montrachal. Yeah. And then Murati. Okay, Murati is a good Murati one. Murati is a, yeah. a wine farm and they've got beautiful trails over yeah. there. So for me, those places, you know, I feel comfortable as a woman. Yeah, there's controlled there. access. Mm. That's that's the common thread with, with all four of those things. It's mm-hmm. It would be quite rare to find somebody who hasn't gone through. There's kind of one entry, one, mm-hmm. one exit in the same place. And then there's a... There's a control there. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, okay. Con, yeah. con in the, the training, yeah. and I think that's <laughs> that's what what we're gonna we're gonna get into now with the community and 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 running together. But yeah, cool that you you've been you didn't haven't let that totally hinder you from exploring. You've just pulled people in and, and mm-hmm. kind of got on with your training and, and made the best of it. It's yeah. In the ideal South Africa, we'll all be able to run and train and. We are alone and, and where we want to. Um, yeah. I still I have a lot of hope for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and surely I mean being being a being a woman. We we've had some chats now about. I mean you've got a coach who who really understands you. Everything from the science behind your your training, the programming, right down to kind of coaching you through something like your your menstrual cycle, which mm-hmm. I'm really glad has become less of a kind of taboo subject taboo. in yeah. the, the last few years. I think mm-hmm. there was a time where we wouldn't be able to chat about it on, on mm-hmm. a podcast without kind of a lot of people cringing, but yep. um, female specific challenges in terms of, of training. I mm-hmm. mean, I, just to name a few other than kind of training and staying motivated uh, when you menstruate, a lot of women struggle with stuff like low mm-hmm. iron. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. What are, what are kind of some of the, the mm-hmm. things that you see as, as, as challenges and, mm-hmm. and what tips would you give to, to other female athletes mm-hmm. females training out there at a high level yeah yeah i think the the first one which i mentioned before is obviously the safety for females um so i would say get yourself the nearest crew uh trail running crew yeah um you know safety in numbers it's really uh, key so just being able to know you're going for a run and there are people on the trails you don't have to specifically stay together sometimes we have different speed groups and it's uh, really helps that but you know there's someone and that you're not alone yeah. on the mountains because that constant fear that something might happen so i think just getting a trail crew where you know you can just put on a whatsapp group hi guys i would like to go for a run anybody keen to join you know so yeah. that is is key um and then like you said the menstrual cycle it's a it's a problem that we all go through mm. um as women we also sometimes don't talk about it you know yeah. and how that influences performance because uh, we constantly think that we are using it as an excuse why we did not do well but there are certain various physiological reasons that it does actually affect your performance yeah, and it sure. has been shown in the research that two weeks prior to your pms your performance actually decreases so then you need to adapt your training by yeah. knowing your cycle, adapt that in terms of maybe decrease a uh, certain load, maybe not do a lactate session or yeah. speed session because, you know, you're not ha- you don't have the energy, maybe keep it to low intensity runs, et cetera, or flexibility or, yeah. you know, low intensity activities. So it's knowing your body and kind of trusting the process and adapting your program to that. And I think that was great in terms of just, 
having that guidance and that. Um, and also being kind to yourself. I mean, I've been literally in a race where I got my period and it's just, it's not, you've done all the preparation, yeah. you've done the nutrition, you've done everything. And then whoop, yeah, we have someone coming for a visit, yeah. uninvited visit. Yeah. And you get, you get negative and because you can feel it. It's just, you can't. And I, I truly feel like your legs feel like a lead and you have a bloated gut and you're feeling yeah. emotional and you, you know, you just feel like you have no energy at all. Um, I take, I have low iron levels, so I take one iron tablet um, a day and that helps me, you know, just to remain being in control of something that I yeah. can do. And also just knowing my cycle and try and being kind to myself during certain uh, hormonal periods yeah. and just understanding, okay, I need to adapt my training program now. And I think that's where a coach can really help you and not just, you know, being able to force yourself to do your repeats, etc. when you're yeah, not feeling yeah. great because you not, might actually injure yourself. Yeah, and you not, not always just having the mindset, oh, I need to punch through the wall now. And mm. yeah, I think not, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. I'm really glad mm. that we've we've got it. I think it can be seen as... A limitation but even on the flip side of the coin of, of knowing your cycle and there are you know phases where the other side of it is now you've got an increased capacity for an endurance performance mm. you know and, mm. and oh it would be great if that always aligned with our races it doesn't and I think <laughs> it's also that takes the mental side of training to the next level of having to push through it and even just the basics of kind of discomfort or self-consciousness mm. in in a race where I saw a post not so long ago and it was, I think World Triathlon made a post on Instagram where, mm. um, can't remember the exact athlete, I'm going to have to go do some fact checking, but she broke the tape, she won the race and mm. it's this stunning photo of her holding the banner above her head and, and there's just comment after comment where she got a period in the race mm. and she's got a stain on her tri-suit mm. um, and just people just totally losing focus of what that moment was mm. about and kind mm. of villainizing this natural thing and just being like if we can just create a bit more kind of mm. I don't know acceptance around this thing it is something we have to navigate it's a great kind of process that, mm. that, that we go through it's not it's yeah. not taboo it's not I mean it's I want it to be as normalized as talking yes. about chafe yeah yeah you know or yeah. your nutrition yeah uh, yeah so exactly no but even if you if you say that right so tell me what is the difference between someone falling and hurting their elbow or hurting their knee being full of blood, finishing, yeah. coming across the finish line, then someone might maybe having a stain where probably they have a pad on. Sometimes women have to wear a tampon and a pad just yeah. to control the bleeding. But now because there's a little bit of a something that you can see, yeah. you know. People get hysterical. It, it, yeah, it, it's yeah. really, it's something so natural. Yeah. You know, we give birth to the future generations that are coming through. Yeah. I mean, really. There's, there's no accommodation made for, for something just slightly embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. And even <laughs> I think um on on races like depending on what race it is there isn't always an option for you to to change sort yeah. it out or change uh yeah yeah i'm not i'm not criticizing kind of race directors altogether or race routes but it's just like if we can just be a bit more kind of calm about about yeah. the topic and accepting i think yeah. creating that safe space for for women in general yeah. and even for yeah group structured training sessions just to like mm -hmm. be kind to yourself uh we we work through a lot and even within that the, the physical and mental challenges 
can be an additional kind of extra that mm. maybe some others don't have to tackle. So yeah. I like that. Be kind to yourself, show up for what you can. And, and sometimes mm. you do feel great and other mm. times it's kind of unpredictable. Um, yeah. 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 Depending on, on who you are. No, that's, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Shawnee. And yeah, transitioning. I mean, I, Putting this all together and, and knowing what to chat to you about was was challenging. Even that's why we're doing a two-part episode. But something that's come up so much is is community involvement and and mm-hmm. group activity and and this concept of, of trail culture. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is where I want to bring in in Steady Shakeout. Mm. Uh, this is a topic close to my heart. Uh, <laughs> I was around when when it started. Um, by when it, Simon Duvall initially started it. He's, mm. he's the next guest on the podcast, so we're yeah. going to be diving diving deep into it with him as well. And and when he made his his move away from from Stellenbosch, you you took over with Julian and Merks mm-hmm. as yeah, kind of the coordinators mm-hmm. of of this this group run. Um, but yeah, tell us what is what is Steady Shakeout for the people who don't know. <laughs> yeah, you can even you can v- visually see that I start smiling when yeah, I talk about Steady so Shakeout. Good. Yeah, it's really I find it like a family, you know. So it's uh, a trail crew based in Stellenbosch. We run once a week. It's on a Thursday at about six o'clock. Um, we have a massive legacy that was <laughs> that we need to carry through that was yeah. created by Simon and Jana Duval. So. Um, it was. It's really something so special that they created, and it's a massive responsibility to to keep carrying the torch and you yeah. know to grow the community to what it is today. And um, yeah, it's for us. It's just expanding that, m- being inclusive to all fitness levels, to getting people to come and run. And what's so special about Steady Shakeout is it's it's group led runs. So we have group leaders, and shout out to to all the group leaders that help us every week. Um, so we have different speed groups. Uh, we have a medium group, fast group, and then a run walk that we initiated in this year, and then also a walking group. So it's kind of, um, you know, all fitness levels are welcome. And yeah. people come, they show up, uh, you know, we do announcements just explaining every week the different <laughs> fitness yeah. groups, yeah. just in case one person is Doesn't new, know, yeah. because we really want everyone to feel inclusive and not yeah, just, you know, awesome. everyone knows uh, what's happening. And then we have uh, group leaders. So uh, say, for instance, for the medium group, there will be someone that's leading the run and then there will be someone that's sweeping the run. So our motto, yeah, yeah, our motto is we leave no one behind, you know, and safety always first. So that is something that, that we pride ourselves on is that everyone has to get back. After an hour, we all run. And then after our we meet at the finish line and we have a nice cold brewski. We sponsored by Jack awesome. Black nice. as well as Okia Milk. Um, and we have some Red Bulls as well. So Epic. yeah, after <laughs> our run, you yeah, yeah, you can just come in, you know, replenish your um, your thirst uh, with some nice <laughs> um, beverages. That. Yeah. So um, yeah, that steady shakeout. It's it's just an amazing opportunity for people of different spheres to come together. I mean, we have engineering students, economic students, working professionals. You know, old generation younger generation it is just this amalgamation of people who Mm. all have a love for trail running and it's so beautiful to see every week and i mean the numbers has been increasing i think the other day i I, it must have been there must have been 120 people if not more yeah um yeah when it started if you know in the middle of winter you would sometimes have four people catch up the (laughs) kind of the local legends who the weather doesn't scare them all the way to this massive group yeah um no that's so cool and even just that the 
the run walk group or even the walking group it's it's inclusive of those who are injured yeah which is which is so cool or tapering or tapering tapering. yeah Yeah, it's like you don't have to forfeit access to community because you're you're going through the most uh, yeah. where i think most runners will equate tapering and injury it's like the same thing yeah, it's the hard same for them. Thing. <laughs> yeah um, our, our numbers have increased so we the biggest number we had was about 200 uh, people once at a shakeout summertime is really our highest numbers so yeah. then we really have to increase our you know group leaders because the group splits and we need to manage these groups you know on the run uh, but it's also very exciting. And for me, what has been a massive growing point is um, runners that are starting to enter races now because yes. of steady shakeout. They were just maybe average Joe, just wanting to get one run in a week, you know. And now they're like, oh, what maxi race or who's doing this race, UTCT yeah. or so. And then now people are entering races just to be part of this community. And that has been really nice to see people's um, progression within the sport yeah. um, just through a normal one day weekly run to now people running and competing in races whether it's competitive or just yeah. recreational that is really something beautiful to see and and another great thing I know that's come out of that space is is in terms of community is you know crewing for each other at, at mm. races and mm. I mean you said now you had a massive group supporting you on your your long run that you did but but even I've I've seen steady shakeout members in, in their shirts like I come in an aid, into an aid station at a race and I see them and they're like oh we're waiting for this this and you know have you seen this person yes. and, and I'm like that's just so incredible you know yeah. even if you're some of them are runners who are just not racing that day others yes. are involved in steady shakeout but I've started their running journey range I mean the range is just yeah um yeah. incredible and that's that's really kind of special to yeah. to see and that's that means a lot and I know that uh yeah you guys do a lot for kind of trail preservation and development as well mm-hmm. i know steady shakeout has got stuck in that kind of trail building days picking up mm-hmm. litter on the trails just kind of basic things like that that keep our spaces um clean and and, and safe and yeah safe and kind of preserved and and mm-hmm. that everybody can enjoy them and um yeah i mean with all that said what does trail culture mm-hmm. mean to you yeah so yeah basically what i mentioned about steady shakeout is just having this sense of home so mm. we're all passionate about running. We all love it, you know. And to be in a space where you feel like you accepted, that you fit in, yeah. that you maybe come from, you know, various different environments, etc. But then I come to this one place where I don't need to pretend yeah. to be anyone else. I can just be there. I don't even need to say anything, but I'm running with people who also have the same passion as, you know, as me. I think that is what trail running has really brought and what the, how do you say, contribution that trail crews can actually bring to the people. So we always say that it's it's a shared experience, 100%. -hmm. And it's like, it's, and I like the, the Ubuntu, it says I am because we are. You know, and that is quite key to to trail running and and the crew culture and something that we would like to create is just you know we cannot be who we are without the community. Yeah, that's and so And we good. need to keep building it and keep inspiring people to go from a walking group to run walk, then to medium, and then to fast group. But it, you don't also have to do that yeah. if you are happy. You know, sometimes I just walk around and I say hi guys, hi steady shake, I did enjoy it, and they're like, wow, this is amazing. I haven't seen this before yeah. and they keep coming back or 
um, last week I was run, uh, two people were running behind me because I was leading the run to the mouse and the one guy's from engineering and the other one's from economics and like, wow, hello, maybe we should go, you know, grab a drink after, you know, so it's like bringing people together of different worlds yeah. that normally would Wouldn't. not. Yes. Know? And we even have like a solid group of um, steady shakeout runners and all of them, if I listen to every one of their stories, steady shakeout really means so much to all yeah. of them. And it's brought these group of people together who have the same goal, same passion, and sa same love, you know, for trail running. Yeah. And that is beautiful. When you're surrounded by like-minded people who are also fueled by the same purpose as you, it's magic. Mm -hmm. it's, it's truly something magical to be a part of. And that is why we keep, we keep doing what we're doing. That's incredible. And yeah, details again for... Where, where to find City Shake Out, the times, the, the summer times, the winter times, and the WhatsApp group. Those will all be in the show notes. And if you're, whether you're local or visiting, I would highly recommend jumping <laughs> in and joining the, the City Shake Out crew. And um, yeah, Dr. Jay, I can't believe we're coming to the end of this. This has <laughs> been an epic um, kind of 90 minutes of chatting, but just some, some end off questions. Uh, what is your favorite trail and why? <laughs> that I, I was like, wow, I don't know. I really, I love all trails, obviously, uh, but being a Selimosh local, um, I have to say Yonkajuk. Uh, awesome. Yonkajuk is really something so beautiful and magical. I call it my humble abode, you know. Yeah. Um, when I get on that panorama trail or even mm. just the Swartbos Cliff Contour Sunny. or Fire Hut, whether it's on the bike or <laughs> on running, your feet, yeah. I'm just like, wow. I just, I, I'm just blown away every single time, you know. And then obviously, if you have to look further on the, if you get to Berg River Neck and you go behind, you know, those type of trails that yes. we normally don't access, which you can get through to JMC, Yonkoshuk yes. Mountain Challenge. It is absolutely beautiful. But then obviously being a trail runner, you cannot leave the Cedarburg uh, oh, nice. out of the, nice. the, of the, know, the conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, Cedarburg is something so beautiful. I mean, I have no words. The yeah. first time I saw the Cedarburg and ran there, I was just, wow. It feels like I'm in a different country. In a different world, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is so special. So I think those, and then obviously Banuk as well. You see, yeah, I can't. Yeah. You see, it's you like, know, I it's can't just choose. It's like trying to choose your favorite child. <laughs> no, I can't. Like yeah. uh, Devil's Kloof in Banuk. Incredible. It feels like the yeah. mountains are hugging you. Yeah, it wow. Is, it's, it's just, it's absolutely magical so oh, i can see how excited you're getting yeah, it's like go i'm run. going out for a run right now on your recovery day it's recovery day yeah, i yeah. can't go out now <laughs> but um awesome doc jacobs shawnee thanks mm. so much for for joining this has been insightful it's been fun mm -hmm. um yeah it's it's really a privilege to to have you here we'll be following what you are doing not only in the racing and training world but also in terms of your research and and kind of what you've mentioned and what's exciting and coming up in the future uh, and yeah, just where can we find you other than, than Steady Shakeout at the Sports Science Department? Instagram, mm -hmm. social media, where, where are you at? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram, I'm Shawnee D. Nice. Uh, so Shawnee D with a little, you know, thingy and eight, but I'm sure you'll put it Show in notes there. It'll be there. <laughs> and then Strava is Shawnee D Jacobs. Yeah. yeah. So that's the only Epic. platform. For I anyone, use. for yeah. anyone wanting to be inspired uh, or humbled, <laughs> follow Shawnee on Strava. <laughs> I, I, it's, it's. It's awesome. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And thanks for everything that you do for the trail community. Oh. It is it is amazing. This podcast is really it's what we need. 
we don't have this in South Africa. So thanks for being the pioneer in creating this because, yeah, yeah awesome. you're going to go really far and wide and people need to hear some of these experiences. So thank you so much for so you. So cool. <laughs> thanks, Dr. Mm -hmm. Cool. Signing off, guys. Bye. Thank you.